Prepare to get bloody excited. We're talking Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. Episode 210 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. And as I said for you at the top of the show today, we are devoting this entire short little episode to Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. So I know, first off, you're like, wow, three weeks in a row talking Mm -hmm. about Hagrid's motorbike adventure but you keep this up we'll do it for six yeah it's uh we're turning we're going hhn levels on this thing right now today so i i apologize right off the bat for that but nothing we can do about it uh it's you might have saw last week at some point they announced that on tuesday of uh, tuesday the 12th of march that they were going to release new information on it well they came through and actually did that and we're we're the better people for it, ultimately, in mm-hmm. my opinion. So uh, essentially what happened was they went and filmed a fun little video with everyone's favorite Malfoy. Lucius. Tom. Oh, Tom. <laughs> Tom Felton. Oh, you were, you were going to say Lucius Malfoy? I'm a Lucius. Yeah. Lucius person. Yeah. Uh, yeah yes. I, I mean, I, I can agree. But, you know, Draco, not yes, that bad either. My lord. <laughs> Draco Malfoy. What is that? <laughs> just being whispery? Just whispering. A little Death Eater. Kill the spare. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so uh, where was I with all of this? I don't remember anymore. They got Tom Felton to come and uh, and do a little video with Alan Gilmore, who worked on all the Harry Potter films and then did did some uh, designs for, well, a lot of the designing, pretty much all the designing for everything in the Wizarding World, and to release more details on the new attraction that is is coming up very soon here. So uh, I, you know, June 13th, far way away, and uh, it's, it's getting me very hyped up in order to ride, ride this attraction. I'm, I'm very excited for it, but for now, we'll just have to sit and stew with the details that we have out there. And so we're going to talk about all the details that were released in the video, a uh, couple others here, there, everywhere, and just go from there. So first off, let's talk about what the official story is of this. And Rhino... Do you want to talk about the, the story? It's the first bullet point. I sure can. Okay. So Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, or Hermacrimonia, Herm- for sure. Oh. Hermacrimonia. Oh. Uh, will take us into the Forbidden Forest to brave the mysteries and thrills beyond the grounds of Hogwarts Castle on a groundbreaking coaster experience unlike any other. Yes. So that was Universal Speak there, their uh, direct marketing that they wanted to do on that so uh taking taking us into the forbidden forest so no surprise on that and and you know 
We have to be brave. Mysteries, thrills. Wow. That's a lot. Oh, I am ready. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's, again, not a surprise, but Hagrid will be guiding us on our journey through this mysterious setting, the Forbidden Forest, that is, in the Wizarding World. So uh, once again, as Rhino had to point out to me last week, I didn't know people were talking about it. No, Hagrid will not be riding on a motorbike with you along the way. This uh, Hagrid will not be doing that, but he will be the main star of this attraction. And I would hope that is the case, considering his name is right in the attraction. But you know what? You can never be too sure of anything at all. So because, uh, you know, Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts, Harry Potter's right in the name for that. And then you got Bill Weasley being the main star of the show. Yeah. So get out of here, Bill. Hey, hey, cool. I like Bill. Is Bill the one who becomes the werewolf in the end because he gets bit during the Battle of Hogwarts? I think he does. Bill is the one who eventually goes on a time-traveling journey with To his find father. the robot in the woods. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and then eventually, he, I believe he takes over a space station. Space Hitler, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that was Harry Potter and the journey of the ex machina uh, force awakening. Yeah. That's, that sounds about right. So... I can't Bill remember Weasley. the name of the other one, though, which, which, which I own. Which oh, other oh, about time. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> it's about time I remembered it. Well, <laughs> you, you got there. You got yeah. there. And now there's no going back. So, again, Hagrid is the star of the show on this. And the storyline is that we will be starting out in Hagrid's Care of Magical Creatures class as we board magical motorbikes specifically designed to make us feel the freedom of flight and the cool thing about this as we basically knew like we knew it was going to be on motorbikes that was a given and we knew that there would be we knew that there would be two options uh, of riding the motorcycle or riding the sidecar and you know universal again definitely confirming that that it will be in fact two unique experiences riding each or so this will not be the same uh, the same seating arrangement based on the way they're speaking and that's exactly what i would expect a a motorcycle and a sidecar are two very different things in, in case you've never had the opportunity to ride in a sidecar you know I what's haven't. gonna scare me i'm already nervous about it because doesn't it happen in one part of one of the movies doesn't the car separate from the bike I'm not saying they're going to separate and be like, oh, our own separate path. But what I'm saying is if they tease the trick of being like, whoa, like if it, you know, they like do a little like, whoop. I don't, that seems very Looney Tunes-ish to me. stresses me out. <laughs> it feels like very, very much like Looney Tunes where it's riding along and it extends out and I comes back I feel back like I'm forth. making that up. It might be Looney Tunes. Yeah. I might be getting confused. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll be honest. It's been it's been quite a while since I've sat down and watched all the movies in a row. So my brain's not not perfect on it, but I uh, it feels it feels very cartoonish for something like that to happen. But you know what? We're in a Wizarding World. Anything can happen. Hagrid can make a freaking motorbike fly in the air to be His wand with. is an umbrella, so I don't know how serious I can take no. this Hagrid fella. <laughs> his, his, his device to do magic is a umbrella. He flies on a motorbike with a sidecar with Harry along while a bunch of other people are on Polyjuice Potion pretending to be Harry flying alongside. That's a spoiler for seven part one, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you what happens. 
Hedwig dies. He gets knocked out. Oh, man. Jeez Louise. Going for the gut punch. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, You know what? It's very hard. It's not like that movie hasn't been out for... That's the movie where I learned Hagrid... Uh, Hagrid. <laughs> not Hagrid wasn't a girl. Hedwig was a lady. Yeah. That uh, movie's I, been out 10 years now, hasn't it? Well, yeah. And the book's been out even longer. So if you haven't read the books, shame on you. And if you haven't seen the movie, what's wrong with you? Books? What's book? Book? Book. Okay. On to continue on with this nonsense, the new roller coaster will combine a new level of storytelling and technology and impressive environments and sets, including an actual forest that will be populated with more than twelve hundred live trees. Twelve hundred, count them. That's a lot of trees. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm glad they're real. Yeah. Well, the the exciting thing about it actually being a real environment like that is, as you can see with any theme park that's ever planted trees, uh, especially in this situation with uh, the the type of like having pine trees making it a forest, this isn't going to be a static thing where it's like they plant these and it already looks perfect. I mean, I'm sure they are going to get it uh, as full and as ready to go as they can get it, but this thing is it. it Unless I'm completely wrong about how plants work, it's going to continue to grow, and they can let it happen as long as it doesn't interfere with the show scenes or the actual track itself. But they can let it truly become a forest. It really doesn't take that long for the trees to start gaining that extra height either, because there is a tree when I – like Artie, my dog, loves trees. He And there's one particular tree that's split in the middle, you know, where it has like yeah. the four trunks. And he likes to be put into that area. So he always tries to jump up into it and I have to pick him up and put it in it. And there was another tree that was split in a similar way where he used to have me pick him up and hold him up so he could look at it. But it's too high for me to get him up to it anymore. And I, he's only lived with me for five years. So I'm like, it didn't take that long for that part of the tree to get out of my range of height. And then, like, I don't know. On top of that, like, they're going to be, it's going to be lush and full. And I yep. don't know. I like the idea of, like, a breeze going through and the trees moving. And Yeah. No, uh, it's, I, I know you have never been there and experienced the attraction. But one of the greatest roller coasters of, of all time is at a theme park called King's Island near cincinnati ohio and basically it it takes you out into the forest and like it you know it's it's any it's like any other wooden roller coaster it has its big hills and stuff but it literally gets a point where you're just riding on these these out and backs going through this forest where you kind of feel a little bit suffocated as you're moving so quickly through so the fact that this forest, this man-made forest that yeah. they're putting in here can start to grow and develop and almost, it could reach the point where at points you almost feel like a little claustrophobic. Yeah. Again, they'll have to manage it to the point like they can't let it get into the ride track, obviously. No, but they can and, keep going up and then eventually it'll be shade and you'll be like moving through these really tall trees and it, it really won't, I know it, I'm one of those people when I think like, oh, they planted trees, great, this will be great in 10 years, but we were just talking about it before we started recording the show that the other wizarding like Hogsmeade has been open for nine years and that's mind-boggling to me so yeah. it's gonna happen before you know it you know yeah and I they're going to have this they're gonna have the foliage and stuff in my opinion looking show ready on day one as they they want it to 
to look and appear. If it continues to grow and really does develop, that's even better for them. But they're not going to open it and be like barren, like, okay, well, in 10 years, you're finally going to get to ride the attraction yeah. that they want you to be upon. This is going, it's it's going to look good. The rock work is all going, in my opinion, they're going to try to make it look as perfect as possible. The foliage is all going to look good. Uh, but it, it has the potential to get better. And I really, really, really hope it does. Um, it's just the thought of it in 10 years from now if it does continue to grow and develop is just, it's very exciting for me. Mm -hmm. If if you can't tell, which is why I'm rambling on and on about it. But uh, besides that, let's talk about the magical creatures that they have confirmed that will definitely be there. And that includes a centaur, 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 centaur. I know. Now you make me second guess it. Centaur. 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 I say centaur. Centaur. Yeah. Tor. We'll just go with that. Uh, the Cornish Pixies, that was the biggest surprise to me because they haven't been featured in any artwork or anything yet. Was that a joke? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah it was a joke. the only thing I've seen. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a joke. It, it fell flat, but that's fine. And then, uh, and then also Fluffy. The three-headed dog was the other one that they confirmed on that. And in the they released a little bit new concept art in the video with the attraction. And of course you can see Fluffy and that hiding under the boulders. But what uh, right look at my mouse right here. And that is right there. And I gotta give a plug for uh, as always, as I have on other times on Twitter, uh BioReconstruct. Who has continued his insane, yeah, his insane helicopter journeys around and photographing everything, and he actually did get some awesome shots of Fluffy on from the sky on his helicopter, and it it looks it looks pretty cool. I mean, it's from very high up, so it's not very fair to. to make any judgments on well, it. But. And plus, he's probably like a little bit concealed because I'm assuming Fluffy is going to have to be covered from Florida weather. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that, that's part of it, too. So it's it's a little difficult to make too much of a, a, a judgment on it. It's going to be much different when you're seeing Fluffy completely up close. But uh, it's it's cool seeing, seeing in the in the setting. In my opinion, yeah. that's just that's just me though. Uh, yeah, feel free to make your own judgment calls on that. So uh, the other thing in the the concept art that they released, you can also see the the flying Ford Anglia in in its uh, in its position where it will be in the attraction. And in the concept art, it is it appears that it is right above where the spike will be in the attraction. So. That's, that's the up part, the part where you're going to go up and then come back yeah. down. Yeah. So originally, I, I think the original concept, some people were putting it in a different location, not where where that is. And then again, I'm my eyesight's terrible, and I didn't pause this long enough and look. And I mean, it just came out today, so I haven't really dug into it too much there. But it looks like that's where the flying Ford Angley is placed, right at the top of the spike. And the what's this building though? It's just a it's just a old, dilapidated like old building in the forest or something, or yeah. you think it's just like oh, this is part of the grounds of the school. Yeah, it, it's inconsequential in okay. my in from what I understand. You go into it though, I think. Yeah, but it's, it's you go into it, but then you go right back out of it. 
a cool set piece. I didn't know sure. if that's where Hagrid was going to be. No, no, no. Hagrid's going to be in a different place. Well, and, probably in his hut, I'm assuming. Yeah. Going over other details of it, the coaster will twist, turn, and rush forward and backwards at speeds of 50 miles per hour through the forest. It's pretty and, fast. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, with the backwards part, obviously, we know uh, you're going to go up the spike. And then you're going to come back down, and that's going to put you into one of the challenging obstacles they described, which is the the thicket of devil snare that you'll get entangled mm. into. And this is where the drop portion of the attraction is going to be. And um, I, from what I'm hearing, the drop's going to be pretty significant inside from the elevator drop. Uh, and from the elevator drop, what yeah. do you mean? So. It's basically you're going to back up into the building. You're coming back down. Yeah, yeah. Off from the spike, you're going to come yeah. back down. You're going to get in the building with the devil snare, and you drop down. The oh, entire, I guess yeah. you have to because that's how Harry and Hermione got through it. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So and oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. so you th- it's it's going to be a just a flat. Yeah. It's a, it's Whew. yeah. Uh, that's what you mean by elevator. Exactly. Gotcha. It's a it's an elevator yeah. drop down. Uh, think about like a track switch. But instead mm. of a track mm. switch from like left to right and go a different way, it's up to down. Interesting. So That's kind of cool. It's, it's not the first attraction to do it, but it's the you know it's definitely a first for Universal, which is it's yeah. very cool. So and you know it's also a first if you're in the Disney realm of things too. I'm not trying to lump them together, but you know if you only go to Disney and Universal, chances are you never experienced anything like that before. So very cool. But speeds up to fifty miles an hour. That's I mean, uh, rock and roller coaster. I think is like sixty, like just over sixty miles an hour. Yeah, it's, I think it's fifty nine miles an hour. Yeah, oh, yeah, because test track maybe is like fifty nine or sixty. And that's test track to be is sixty four point right? nine. Yeah, so think about that. Like, if you've ever done that, like, and that's you outside in a car. That's in you know six, three, and three. I think about like being in a sidecar going that going just a little bit slower than that. That's going to be cool. Yeah, I. 50 is significant. I mean, that's that's it, awesome. It, it sounds like, oh, that's a neighborhood speed or whatever, but that's like, no, that's that's fast. Yeah, because we have to remember, this is a family attraction. Uh, I don't want it, when we say family, I'm not, I'm not saying family as in, as in like Flight of the Hippogriff or anything on that level. It's just that uh, the height requirement, which we'll say in one second, uh, is... Definitely a little bit, a little bit more lax, so you can get uh, more more children of all ages on. So it's not it's not very low, but I guess I don't need to beat around the bush anymore and say it. The height requirement for it is forty eight inches. That's five. Feet. So yes, that, uh, it's um, that's not five feet. That's four feet. That's four feet. <laughs> I know math. Yes, uh, sixty would be would be five foot uh That's this is feet. four feet so this is the same height requirement as harry potter and the forbidden journey so um it's technically not too tall but uh it's also you know not the not the most accommodating there will be there will be plenty of kids who are still not tall enough to experience this attraction but with the speeds uh you know i, I think there's going i, I if if a lot of the stuff that people have put out there, uh, specifically like uh, Alicia Stella, uh, 
who runs uh, Park Stop, Orlando Park Stop. I think I, I apologize. I can't remember the name of her site off the top of my head, but obviously she's a wealth of knowledge on Twitter with the inside information that she gets. If you know everything she's posted about has seemed to, uh, for the most part, come true, and if it's like that, it's going to be a scary attraction at points. Well, I'm excited. Yeah, it, it's going to have a level of scares, thrills, all of that. So those are the details we currently know. Uh, I want to talk about it, some details. Wait, that... I have a question. Yes, sir. Um, okay, so when you're looking at this view of it, which you're listening, I don't know how to describe, but if it's in the concept art, I think it's on the far lower right-hand corner. Is that Hagrid's hut? Off by where the Hogwarts Express is? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's what it looked like when they were building it. So do you think they're going to tear down the other Hagrid's hut? No. So there are two huts? Hagrid has two huts? I mean, they both serve different points. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing, too. Once well, With this one, this hut is, I, I'd have to assume that it's going to only be viewable from this attraction. And the other one, they could technically make it so it's only viewable from that attraction. So, yeah, it's some suspension of disbelief in a way. But then again, when you're on Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, you know, you're 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 going. The forest isn't safe, so you have to suspend your disbelief at some points about where you're traveling around to. I guess you do go so, in the forest in there too. Yeah. So, I'm. I, I, I genuinely, you know, that's that's a question that would be that would fall under the things we don't know, that I don't know personally. I and I haven't bothered to ask. I can find out. I just don't know at this point. I'm sorry, my friend Nicole literally texted me a screen cap of the Tom Felton video and the in the annual passholder group on uh, Facebook. <laughs> someone wrote, and this is exactly what I thought when I was watching it too. Hello, I'm Steven Spielberg. Yeah. When Tom Felton comes out, because it looks like the opening of the E.T. attraction. Oh, it absolutely does. And I'm sure someone took that in mind. Tom. When they're like, <laughs> wanted him to come out with the finger. Somebody needs to splice those two together. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> E.T., you need your passport to the good. universe. That was good. That was, that was funny. That was a good, good see by her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Things that we don't know for sure yet, but we can probably uh, probably give a solid guess on. I'll say right away, locker situation. Uh, I have a feeling that you will definitely have to make use of a locker for this attraction. So uh, it's you know it's very common with Universal attractions if they are thrilling at any point in time to to want to make use of that. So. Uh, and if you know with the motorbike i don't know where you would actually store any bags of any kind so to me it would only mm. make sense that it's going to continue use of a a locker situation there but um but yeah i i think that's that's pretty much a given that you can assume i don't think they have a coaster that you can't that you can bring your stuff with well, you i mean in orlando flight of the hippogriff and woody woodpeckers Oh, you do, you can on those? Yeah. God, there's no space for it. Oh, yeah, no. If you're an adult, you already can't fit on there yeah. to begin with. So then on top of that, you also need to you need to try to uh, fit, fit your stuff in there, too. It's very, very difficult. As someone who's tried it before, I hate it. 
and that's just me. So that's a given. And um, on the Express side of things, I know Excel set kind of jumble this together. Express slash virtual line. I, unless I missed it somewhere, they haven't said anything about this yet. I would go ahead and assume that this will go back and revert to the classic style of uh, of Universal's policy of saying it's brand new. We're not going to accept any Express for a certain amount of time, and then at some point we will we will change that. I cannot I cannot foresee them trying to do a Fallon or or Fast and Furious virtual line system with this either. Uh, it just it does it's virtual line i feel like there's still promise somewhere in there but for the most part it's kind of stupid <laughs> so uh i i would i would pretty much bank on no no express for a certain amount of time and no virtual line but uh that's that is that's also in the the things that are possible but we don't quite know yet and then uh soft openings I would assume that they are going to try to uh, go into technical rehearsals, as Universal likes to call it, because someone in their marketing realizes that soft openings sounds gross. So uh, technical rehearsals, I'm guessing that they will try to to have them. But again, you never know. It It could be a month out ahead of time that they're able to get it going. It could only be a week before the attraction debuts, it might not happen at all. That's always an option, but it's it's always a possibility. So I can't think of anything else right now that we currently need to talk about with Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure other than can't wait for it. I'm just even looking, more excited I'm, now. I'm, I'm looking at this aerial pictures of the track, and you if you watch it closely with your eyes, you can see the twists and turns it's making, and I'm like, ooh, that is going to be exciting. I am very excited for this. I it's you know they're saying it's going to be the next level in storytelling along with the roller coaster, and I'm right there. And this I, is the I'm type of roller coaster it. that's in my wheelhouse. It's not about it. It can be fast, twisty, turny, and it's not about being like I'm like that legitimate fear of can my body handle this. It's just about being like this is exciting and thrilling, but it's also part of something. You I'm, know, I I will never forgive it for killing off my dragon challenge, but. I will, if it's you and JJ, he's like, I'm not excited for this because they got rid of Dragon Challenge. And I'm like, I am excited for this brand new offering because it finally completes the land, I feel like. Uh, yeah, I, and I would agree with that. But I feel like I have a little bit more stake in the being sad about Dragon Challenge. Get it, your wife. Considering I... I worked there. I was, an, I was an important person there. I met my wife you there. You found love there. I, I And I you did. may find it again. In Hagrid. In Hagrid's Magical, <laughs> Magical Creatures, Creatures Motorbike <laughs> yeah. Adventure. Coming to a Universal <laughs> Orlando theme park called Islands of Adventure near you on June 13th, 2019. So that's it. Rhino, thanks for talking about it with me here for this little bit. Mm. Thank you, everyone out there, for listening and watching this. Uh, if you need any extra information, as always, head over to disunplugged.com, home of our show notes page for this show, all the others on the Disunplugged podcast network. There you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our email 
uopodcast at disunplugged.com. I know I said this week was going to be an email show. Unfortunately, we had to push that back because of this information coming out. So I hope you'll forgive us. We will get to the emails very, very soon. I promise. I didn't put that link out on Facebook and anything because of it. So we will get there. Promise. I promise. I promise. Uh, and also, I want to give a shout out to disboards.com in the time being, too. If you ever want to go and chat about Universal Orlando, I highly recommend going to our boards where uh, you can engage in fun conversations, ask any questions that you might not want to get answered by us right on the show, but maybe the, they're there and available for you or just help you plan your, your next vacation to Universal at any point in time. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead, subscribe, hit that button that bell button so you get notified anytime we have a new video about universal or anything else that we're out there doing most likely about disney and as always go ahead comment and hit that thumbs up or thumbs down based on whether or not you like it either way it feeds into the same algorithm and it makes uh it makes it look like we're getting engagement so you can hate this all you want but it just keeps pushing us out there in the world so it's on you so much push it push it real good it, it, it brings you more joy to hit the thumbs up than it does the thumb down in my opinion so go ahead and feed that positive energy you know how they say when you share a smile with a stranger it it shares like it actually genuinely makes you happier think hitting the thumbs up button also does that if you're listening to this on itunes go ahead subscribe rate and review us there and that is all i got for you in this one so that's going to do it for this episode we'll see you again next week with another episode of the disunplugged universal edition until then remember we still have yet to change the name